1: Hello, and welcome to Talking Facts. This is your host, Dr. Jennifer Hunter, Assistant Director for Family Consumer Sciences Extension at the University of Kentucky. Today, I'm pleased to be joined by Natalie Jones, our Extension Specialist for Family Health. Welcome, Natalie.
2: Thanks for having me today.
1: Natalie, today we are going to be talking about COVID testing and just providing listeners with information about when they should get tested, symptoms, et cetera. And I think that this is information that, you know, has circulated out there in various forms, but I'm thrilled that you're here with us today to kind of give us the, the concise tidbits that we need to know to help keep ourselves and our families safe. So let's just get started with a very basic question about how can I be safe if that's such a thing from the coronavirus?
2: yeah so there definitely are precautions that you can take, and I know that we have been dealing with this uh, this virus for a long time now, but it is really important to stay diligent and to stay on top of it and to continue being smart and not letting our guard down because it's easily it's easy to kind of think that it's okay to be outside or to forget about the risks but We want to be home as often as possible, staying home with whoever we are isolating with. If you do venture out, remembering to wear a mask, watch your distance, that six foot between people is critical, washing your hands frequently, as well as having hand sanitizer with you when you're venturing out. And then just being sure that you are being outside during gatherings or when you're seeing people. And if you are inside, to try to keep that ventilation open as much as possible with the windows and doors being open, even if that means putting on a jacket or a sweater, you know, just making sure that we have that airflow. So those are some things that you can do to keep you as safe as possible right now. I
1: think those are all great reminders, Natalie. Could we also cover just basic symptoms of the coronavirus?
2: Yes. So roughly half of people who have the coronavirus will start to show symptoms within the first five days, but by 12 days, nearly everyone infected will show symptoms. So the main symptoms of the coronavirus are usually a cough, a sore throat, and fever. Symptoms also include a lot of people are having that loss of smell or taste, and even in rare cases, pink eye, diarrhea, or vomiting.
1: Natalie, if someone suspects that they may have coronavirus, what is it that they should do?
2: The first thing is don't panic. Sounds easier to do. And I know it will be hard because it's a little scary if you think that you have this global pandemic disease. But don't panic. Remain calm and start by calling your doctor so that they can advise you in the next steps to take.
1: I like that you stress, don't panic, because you know me personally and that I'm somewhat of a hypochondriac, so I worry about about any type of sickness very early on. So that's a good tidbit for me of remember not to panic. Let's talk a little bit about testing. If an individual does need to get tested, what are the different types of tests that are now available?
2: Yes, so right now, most tests rely on a sample gathered by one of four ways the nostril, saliva, back of the throat, or deep inside the nose. And so basically there are two main different types of testing that are really popular right now. The molecular, which is the PCR test or the antigen. And both of them are done through a a nasal or a throat swab. They have a difference, several differences. So For the PCR test, it is sometimes a same day, but it can even get up to a week before you are having a diagnosis or able to get those results. This test, though, a PCR test is typically highly accurate and usually does not need to be repeated, and it can show if you have ever had COVID-19 or if you were infected with the coronavirus in the past whereas the antigen is that rapid diagnostic test, which is again, nasal or throat swab, and you can get it results typically in about one hour or less. So I have actually had an antigen test where I was able to get my results within 15 minutes of having my swab. So with this though, positive results are usually accurate, but negative results may need to be confirmed with a molecular test. So if you are really concerned your healthcare provider may ask that you get tested again with a molecular test, that PCR test, to ensure that you do not have COVID
1: 19. So, Natalie, let me ask you just another question about that molecular test. So, you mentioned that it could show that if you currently had COVID 19 or if you were infected with the coronavirus in the past, is that correct? Correct. So I did not previously like, I just thought that that was something you could do with a blood test, or I didn't realize that they could do that with a nasal or a throat swab. Who should get tested for COVID-19? Yes,
2: yeah, so according to the CDC, anyone experiencing coronavirus symptoms should get tested after first calling their healthcare provider. So you're going to see a common theme here. Calling your healthcare provider. If you're not experiencing symptoms, the CDC suggests that you consult your state's guidelines on current testing protocol. But I'll give you some examples of where it would make sense to get tested. So the first one is if you've been within six feet of someone with COVID 19, regardless of their symptoms, for more than 15 minutes. The second one is periodic testing for healthcare workers and those working with vulnerable populations. The third would be getting tested for essential workers who come in contact with lots of people daily. And then again, maybe you should consider getting a COVID-19 test if you are in a hot spot for COVID right now. So again, I want to make sure and note that I would discourage testing just as a way to um, justify some high-risk behaviors such as large gatherings, maybe indoor gatherings, or going to certain events um, that aren't taking COVID-19 precautions. And again, stress the importance of practicing certain behaviors that reduce the spread of coronavirus, like hand-washing, physical distancing of six feet, and wearing a face mask.
1: So, Natalie, you mentioned about healthcare workers that maybe work with vulnerable populations, which I know in that would include older adults or elderly. What if I just want to go visit an elderly family member? Should I get tested in that case?
2: When it comes to getting a COVID 19 test, unless you think you have been exposed to the virus or you're showing symptoms or you come across people who are sick a lot for your work, like you are a healthcare provider then no, I I don't think that you would get a COVID-19. Instead, just take those necessary precautions of wearing a mask, washing your hands, um, practicing social distancing, trying to meet with this elderly family member outside. And again, um, if you think you have been exposed or you are showing symptoms, I would not visit that family member.
1: Okay, so I'm going to throw a few more scenarios at you. What about if I was going on vacation with extended family? Um, should I get tested before going?
2: So again, no, um, not necessarily. Unless you think you've been exposed to the virus, it would be two to five days, right, before your test before you would test positive. So it's better again to take those necessary precautions, of wearing a mask paying attention to social distancing, hand sanitizer. Um, I would recommend taking a thermometer or daily temperature checks if you are doing a vacation with family members. And most importantly, have a conversation with your family about the location that you're going to and what the risks might be. And that everyone should have a clear understanding of their responsibility to take care of themselves so that the family can have a vacation where everybody is safe. I think communication is key about everybody's level of safety they want to take and precautions and making sure that everyone is on the same page.
1: Okay, next scenario. What if I have a young adult child that has maybe been away at college and that university shuts down due to a spike in cases? Should I have that child tested?
2: Yes, this is where I would recommend that it would be a good idea for students to get a COVID-19 test a few days before sorry, after coming home, and I would recommend the students quarantine themselves until they get the test results to reduce any risk of infecting the rest of the family or other people who they might interact with. If the young person knows that they were exposed to the coronavirus at school, at their university, then getting tested while at school before returning home would be the best case scenario so that they can self-isolate as soon as possible if they do test positive.
1: So, I think that leads to the next question is should the parents of the college student that could be returning home be tested too?
2: For that case, I think it depends on the risk of the parents, right? Are they older? Do they have any underlying health conditions that would put them in danger of getting severely sick from COVID 19? And if there is a concern, then yes, testing makes sense. It could also be important if you work again with healthcare or if you're a grocery store or a restaurant or any places where you could potentially spread the illness. So again, I would wait a few days after your child is back home because it before you get a test because it does take time for the virus to grow. So 3 to 5 days after they've come come back would be a good time to get tested.
1: Okay, I'm going to throw one more scenario out at you. What about a child that's in daycare or that may be going to school face-to-face and there's a confirmed case in that child's classroom or pod or however it is that they may be organized currently? Should that child get tested?
2: Yes. If you have been exposed to someone who has tested positive, then Yes, that would be a concern and it would make sense to get tested.
1: And so then let's just talk about people in general. When should someone get tested?
2: Yeah, so again, if you believe that you've been exposed to COVID-19, wait 24 to 48 hours before getting tested. Otherwise, you may risk a false negative. If you're traveling, follow those protocols, get tested within the appropriate time frame. Again, if you need to self-isolate when traveling and upon arrival or return, making sure you're following that protocol. And I would recommend, especially for those who have frequent in-person interactions for work, to get tested once a month or so. It's just important because it's been estimated that two-thirds of positive tests are from asymptomatic patients. So those are people who are not showing symptoms. And so the goal of regular testing is to really pick up on those cases that would go undetected, that could drive the infection rate. So we want to make sure that if you are working right now around a lot of people, high in-person interactions, I would get tested about once a month.
1: So Natalie, as we wrap up today, where can an individual go to find reliable information on COVID-19? There's so much out there right now that I know as a consumer, it can just be hard to sort through.
2: Yeah, so we want to make sure that we're getting evidence-based information. So the first thing, of course, I'm going to plug is your local cooperative extension office. They are going to have all the most up-to-date information and evidence-based information for you. If they can't give it to you directly, they will make sure that they are getting a state specialist who can answer that question for you. Specifically for Kentucky, there is great information available on the Kentucky COVID-19 website. And that website can be linked in the show notes, but it is just kycovid19.ky.gov. And then of course, the CDC, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention is another reliable source for COVID-19.
1: Excellent. Thank you, Natalie. And as you mentioned, we will most certainly put those links in the show notes for our listeners to go back and reference. I appreciate you being with us today and answering all of our questions about when and how and what we should do with COVID testing.
2: Thank you for having me. Just stay safe and healthy at home.
0: Thank you for listening to Talking Facts. We deliver programs focusing on nutrition, health, resource management, family development, and civic engagement.